Hoffman. WRUF is college football this Saturday night as Hawaii takes on Colorado State at 7 on WRUF. Welcome back as we rock the Casbah. Yeah. Um, Becky. Yeah, that's right. Let's get uh, Becky's mic on. Okay, Becky Burley, Gator soccer coach, is here after winning the first two. No time to rest. Home, Ohio State, and away, Okie State. That's right. right. Okay. Um, assess the first weekend for me, besides the good two wins. Well, definitely good to win, and also good to win while you're still learning, because we definitely learned a lot from that weekend. And we got to play a lot of people in good positions with the game on the line, meaning like, you know, massive playing time, especially on Sunday for people. And I think that's always going to pay off in the end. Um, but I think in the end, you know, our preseason is so short and everybody's in the same boat. Um, no different for us than anybody else. But when you are playing your first match after two weeks of training, there's going to be a lot to learn. And that's where <laughs> we are. <laughs> but isn't it, I think, also good to play quality teams and see where your team sits. Absolutely. And that that's what we're doing this weekend. I mean, we're a definite step up in competition with Ohio State. They played two really big games in their opening weekend with Duke and Carolina, so they're used to that level. Um, and now it's going to be our turn to step up to it. Um, what specifically does Ohio State bring? Well, Ohio State is a really um, practical team, meaning they defend well, um, they're organized, and they attack out of their organization well. So we're going to have to break them down, um, and that's something that we do well, so I think it's a good matchup. Is this for Coach, That's the, the phone call? Okay, because there's a call waiting here. I just didn't know if it was for Coach or not. Okay, all right. Um, you go on the road for the first time, and you have some new faces, but uh, tell me about Oklahoma State. Well, Oklahoma State is kind of exciting because they just opened last weekend a brand new state-of-the-art stadium. So we're really excited about playing there. Uh, Last weekend, they had a crowd of over 4,000 for the opening game of the new stadium. So it could be a really fun environment to play in. And um, again, you know, just they're going to provide us a whole different look than Ohio State. Uh, They're a pretty direct team. They're usually pretty athletic. Um, First time on the road for this team of ours, so I think it's going to be uh, just another opportunity for us to really put some learning in our back pocket. If you have a question for Becky, call us, 392-8255. Want to shoot an email to us, whoops, srussell at wruf.com. I hope this is an okay question. (laughs) I'll tell you. When you played... (laughs) At, at the track facility, mm-hmm. you played some there, some at Diz. Well, now you play everything at the Diz. What were the differences, if any, in playing in those two venues? Well, I think for the fans, there's a huge difference. You know, um, love mouse, love the track program, but nine lanes of track separate the audience <laughs> from the soccer games, you know. <laughs> I always said, can we just move track? Mouse would get on me about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a tough environment because the, the crowd seems distant. It's hard to stay engaged with the game when you're that far away from the game. And then the track also gives you a, um, a set setup. You can't expand any bigger than what that was. And so that field was pretty small. Um, out at the Diz, we have a you know a standard size field, a regulation field. We could even go bigger than it is, but we go 75 by 120, which is pretty typical. We couldn't get that inside the track. And then the fans are right on top of the action, which I think our team loves, the fans love. It's just a much better experience for everybody. When you, if I had to say to you when you started the season, what you thought the strength of your team might be and the things that, okay, we want to work on a little bit, what would they have been and was that accomplished in the first couple of games? 
Well, you know, one of the things I was a little, not necessarily concerned, but just anxious to see how it would play out is we have 11 seniors. We have a lot of strong personalities on our team. And how would those personalities mesh? Would there be a lot of vying for power? Would there be cooperation? What would that look like? And I think our team has done a really, really good job of not deferring in the leadership model at all, like everyone's stepping up and doing their part, but also not butting heads. There seems to be um, a lot of cooperation. We have kind of two things. Uh, we call it disagree and commit. So we don't all have to agree on it to commit to it. Um, and then, like it. and yes, and <laughs> instead of yes, but. Um, but And, you know, language matters. Those little things matter. And I think that's that's been really fun to watch play out. Um, and then I think from in terms of um, a strength of this team is there is some experience, but we knew going into the season that we were going to be very slim numbers-wise because we had people coming off some injuries from the spring season or from them coming in as freshmen. And we're starting gradually to get those people back. We got two more people back this week. We expect to get another player back next week. And so finally, we're getting closer and closer to full strength. Good. And I think once that happens, um, we're going to have a lot of options to play with. That's good. Got a question from uh, Rob. Let's take his call. Hi, Rob. Hey, Becky. It's a pleasure to be with you. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to ask you, you've been um, a, a so- soccer coach for for uh, over 20 years at Florida. And, you know, you started this program here, and you had some great players like Abby Wambach and everything. But how how has – how it's so incredible that you've won 12 SEC titles and you've maintained the consistency of excellence at Florida. Tell me, um, was that with recruiting or is just the level of your coaching? Because you're a very confident woman. And, and I, think wow. I would love to that. say it's my coaching. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be somewhat inaccurate. Um, I'll take it off the air. All right, thanks, thanks. Rob. That's a great question, Rob. <laughs> um, you know, I think there's a lot of things that go into that. First of all, um, Florida itself as a university attracts um, a lot of really, really good students for us because if you want to get a good education, which most soccer players are very interested in that, um, and most soccer players are very good students, this is the place to come. Um, second of all, you look at the athletic side of it, and, you know, I sold this from day one and I still sell it today, which is every program here is really good. And there's th- that's not a coincidence. There's a reason for that. And that starts from the top, you know, whether it was from Jeremy Foley or now Scott Strickland, where the emphasis is put on all of us to be successful. We have the tools we need to be successful. And there's an expectation of success and not, a, not an unnecessary or unrealistic expectation of success. They, don't, they give us the tools we need and we perform our jobs. And then I think um, to top that off, like we've we've had a really good run of players who have the character skill of being curious, like they're learners, they want to get better. And I think that's really cool to see the players that come here take that jump from either year one to year two or year three to year four, like they're always growing. And, you know, that's evident with kids who come in here who may not have even thought of playing beyond college, who are, or maybe didn't think that they would be, you know, all SEC or all American candidates, and they are. And that's a credit to them for just being open-minded. A couple of emails here. Steven says, how do you stack up against South Carolina this year? Well, South Carolina, uh, they're still going to be very good. Obviously, they lost their star goal scorer, Savannah McCaskill, who's playing professionally now. Um, But, you know, I would not underestimate them. They're super organized. They win a lot of games 1-0, which is kind of their style of play. Um, And they're well coached. I mean, I have a lot of respect for... Shelly Smith, who's done a terrific job there. Um, and I think that's, you know, we're down the road a little bit before we play South Carolina. And I think that the teams that we're playing in our non-conference schedule are going to really prepare us. This is the toughest schedule that we've had in a long time. 
So for us, using all those experiences before we get to the SEC is a big reason why we scheduled those games. David, is Paleo back from, due back from injury? Very soon, very soon. She's getting dangerously close, we like to say, at practice. Um, she can do pretty much everything except uh, full contact, and um, she's she's chomping at the bit to get into that. So we're hoping that next week that will happen. Um, we have to sort of evaluate this week and see how everything played out for her with the non-contact stuff, but really, really soon. You know, I want to go back to something you said because it intrigues me, and I don't think the average fan thinks of this because when, when – you're looking at a uh, at, at a team bio, and you see ten seniors or eleven seniors. You think, well, that's good, a lot of experience, you know, a lot of playing time. But I don't think anybody thinks about the personalities. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you do. And I we know. have a lot of personalities in that class, which I love. Um, but you still have to manage that, you yeah. know. Um, the strong personalities in our sport manifest themselves in a lot of ways. You know, in, in a lot of ways, you want to leverage those strong personalities. But there are definitely some cases where, you know, there's 11 people in one ball. So we've got to figure out how to make that work. But to the credit of our seniors, I feel like they've really bought into the team mentality. Last question, because we've talked about the two specific opponents. I, when I'm doing a Gator baseball game and I, I go to practices and I see freshmen who have turned down pro money and maybe they then go to the Gators and don't play a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that most of the kids you recruit have been really good players at the high school level and all of a sudden they're not playing. How do you handle that and do you have to really talk to them about their situation coming from that? Well, it's, it's funny that you asked that question because I was actually sitting with a senior yesterday. We meet with every player every week, and the senior happened to say that she's had a great preseason. She's really playing the best of her career. And um, she was talking about how, you know, she had wished that all of this had come together for her sooner. But at the same time, like, this is her journey, and it's what has made her who she is now. And so we just talk a lot about, you know, everybody runs their own race. Everybody has a different timeline to which they come into their own, whether that's as a person, as a player. And um, it's less about putting your pressure pressure on yourself t- to get there and more about like focusing on that process of doing the little things that will get you there. But, um, you know, the freshmen, for sure, it's an adjustment. I mean, simple things that like we all as adults take for granted, like, what time I'm going to eat, where I'm going to eat, how I'm going to eat. You know, I have to regulate going to bed. I have to manage my schedule because no one's doing that for me anymore. And so those little decisions make a huge impact on performance. And so trying to educate them as much as possible, but also giving them the freedom to execute those decisions themselves, which sometimes are good and sometimes aren't so good. Um, And then just trying to continue to coach them up as they get older and more experienced. Last question, I think... This is the first of seven straight against NCAA teams? I think you might be right about that. Okay. Do you, when you go over, is it literally game to game? Do you tell the team, hey, this is the first of, you know, seven against NCAA competition? How do you, how do you go about that? No, I don't think we get that specific. I mean, what makes it really challenging in our sport is the two-game weekend. So imagine if, like, football was prepping for two games, you know. like, I mean, prepping for one is hard enough, and then you've got to turn around a day after and prep for the second game because you can't – you can't really mix the two. I mean, you can do parts of it, but like ultimately you have to focus on what's right in front of you. Um, and so for us, it's more like, all right, so we know we're stepping up in competition with Ohio State this weekend compared to their first weekend. 
we don't get so caught up in, you know, the rankings or whether or not, you know, they were in the NCAA tournament. We're just talking about we know it's a step up in competition for us. We know Sunday is going to be a challenge because it's the first game on the road. This whole group together hasn't been on the road yet. So it's like looking at the things that we have to control going into those situations. You know, one of the challenges for us this week is uh, we have a, a 6 a.m. flight out of Gainesville on Saturday morning, Yikes. which means we're leaving. We're departing at 445 to get there. Oof. So like just managing, you know, time management this week is really important because you're going to lose a part of a night's sleep when yeah. you're leaving at 4.45 in the morning. Well, Gator soccer team 2-0, looking to go 4-0. What time tomorrow? Tomorrow night is at 7 o'clock, but um, before that, you know, there's a big giveaway tomorrow night. It's a secret giveaway for I a hear student. That. And fireworks. That's right. And Snapchat, uh, one of our players, Mel Montaguto, a senior with a big personality, so you should watch. You should check out Snapchat <laughs> and uh, watch her story unfold as she has gone through the day today and uh, given a little insight into Gator soccer. That's cool. Becky Burley's been our guest. We always appreciate the Gator soccer coach being here. Thanks, Beck. 1244 time check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry with the answers always yes we'll open up the phone line stay with us here on Sports